He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on Shome 97.7. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry, from our uh, nation's capital. Yeah, um, it must be nice to, just to, uh, I mean, I know you can't uh, wander around the capital, but it must be nice to be in a change of scenery. <laughs> it is nice. Uh, I've been here uh, for one night uh, mm-hmm. the previous time the, the Habs played the, the Senators. Now we're here for three nights, so it's, uh, it's not back to normal uh, uh, totally, Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's it's a little bit closer than uh, you know to our usual rhythm, and, uh, and my God, Terry, the uh, the the drive to Ottawa was so nice yesterday. The, oh, nice! Uh, the the weather was fantastic, and and you know the four seventeen westbound. Well, I mean both sides actually. Yeah, uh, it's full of greens and uh, and and uh, pine trees, and and uh, there's a little bit of snow everywhere. It was so nice, and the, the road was perfect. So. Uh, that was that was a nice uh, quiet moment uh, that uh, gives you all sorts of opportunities to, to to reflect on various things. So it was a nice moment driving here. Yeah, not, not, I, not so nice not last night though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I listen. I I, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, driving with your favorite music on the radio and and uh, driving at a decent speed because the four seventeen is covered with OPP. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it gives you, it gives you a nice chance to sort of uh, clear your mind. It's, it really, I know exactly how you feel. It's, it's a wonderful thing. A nice long drive sometimes. As long as you like to drive, as you know, Terry, yeah. I love to drive. Yeah, so, so do I. Uh, this was a, uh, this was a very uh, nice moment and uh, a little peaceful uh, moment uh, all by yourself. So that's, uh, those are, uh, those are priceless moments. Yeah. So I was uh, ha- having an email conversation with my dad uh, this morning, who talked about the uh, how disappointed he was for, for the Habs uh, watching them the, this morning, and my dad's outlook on it, and I agree with him, is everybody on the team is trying to do it individually. Ah, uh, well, Mr. Demonte is right. Mr. Demonte is uh, touching a very key element of uh, of the bad sequence uh, that uh, we are witnessing right now. Uh, I, I love the um, I love the headline of uh, Jonathan Bernier's uh, paper on in Le Journal de Montréal this morning. Uh, his headline is quoting Claude Julien from last night: "On était tout croche." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, so whatever, whatever, uh, how you trans or however you translate it, Terry, uh, it it says a lot. It says a lot of things. Uh, your your dad is right. Uh, the team has lost the I I think the main ingredient of the uh, amazing success the last the the, ter- the the first ten games of the season. This team has lost what made it successful, which is individual uh, with its collective play and and the chemistry and the uh, the uh, the desire to to play as a group of five each shift uh, against the opponent. Now it's totally the the opposite. Uh, players want to do everything by themselves, and when you do that in hockey, unless you have an amazing level of talent like like Sid, like Connor McDavid, like the, those kind of players, it won't work, Terry. No, we, we all know that. And uh, I mean, human nature is human nature. When a team is going and and, and is getting deeper and deeper into a slump, it is human nature to try to to change things by yourself. But at one point. You have to fight human nature. You have to go against it, and you have to get back to what was the the foundation of your success. And uh, the team is is completely at the other end of the spectrum right now. 
The, uh, this is just, you know, this is just an observation on my part, but on Saturday night after Kokanyemi scored, there was no, there was no smile. There was just sort of like a look of sort of angry frustration still on his face. Like he was, he was, he was, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he was, he was happy to have scored, but the frustration still was in his face. And I thought, that's got to be a reflection of what everybody's feeling on the bench. There you go. And and I think that Nick Suzuki was very, very clear-cut about it last night after the game, Terry. He said, we have no fun. Yeah. yeah. We have no fun playing yeah. the game. Yeah. And uh, I know this notion of fun for some people uh, is always a little bit uh, touchy because, you know, they say, well, they're well-paid athletes and all that. I mean, r- regardless of how, how much money they make, I mean, hockey players are, are want to have fun doing what they're doing. Uh, they're, they're very good at it, but they still want to have fun. And there's no fun right now in that team. And when you have no fun, well, the rest comes. Uh, uh, and Fun could be a result, but it's also uh, an approach. It's a mental philosophy that you want to, uh, that you want to impose on yourself. Uh, and you just can't do it right now as a group. And I love the way he put it. He said, we're playing in order not to lose as opposed to playing just to win the game. Right. <laughs> Which is a great, great difference. And and it shows in, in all the small aspects of the game. And and you know what? It's contagious, Terry, because yeah. it's not just yeah. it's not just only the young players. It's the veterans. I mean it was a it was a tough, tough weekend for Shea Weber, the captain, for Ben Sherroth. For uh, for some veterans, uh, for some other veterans, Carey Price was not that bad on Saturday, but he gave up a softy, the fourth goal of the Leafs that changed the uh, yeah. the, the whole the whole portrait. So it's uh, it, it's something that is spreading throughout the the team right now. Um, we should uh, we should tip our cap. There's a couple of positive things to talk about, and one of them uh, was Paul Byron certainly played like a. Who, a man who didn't want to be uh, on waivers again, eh, on Saturday night? Oh, you're right, Terry. Paul Byron played a very, very good game uh, on, on Saturday. And uh, you know what? It's, uh, th- this is, this is a, a very, very courageous uh, athlete. Uh, and what he went through last week was very, very tough. And as he said, you bring that home. I mean, there's no other way. You're, uh, you're supposed to be part of the team. You like to, to to think that you're part of the of the group and you enjoy the group and you found a niche in Montreal and you found uh, your rhythm uh, with a team and then you're put on waivers. And as he said, Terry, as much as you understand the business side of the game right now and as much as you understand uh, the, 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 the the very unique situation we're in uh, because of the, uh, the the remodeling of the schedule and the divisions and all that, well, he said, understanding is one thing. But you're you're still a human being, and it's tough, and and you need the support of your of your wife, and you need the support of your family, and uh, but regardless of that, it's it's tough, and you have to swallow your pride, which he did like a true professional, yep. and uh, he was probably, if not the best Habs player on the ice uh, on Thursday, certainly one of the top three for sure. And one thing that I think we have to stop talking about this year is how old Corey Perry is. It doesn't matter how old Corey Perry is. He's <laughs> he's really something, eh, Pierre? Well, there you go. I mean, look at what you said about Paul Byron on, on Saturday. Yeah. He was back in the lineup. Look at what you said. You can say the same thing for Tomas Tatar. He played yes. a very good yeah. game on Saturday. Well, 
Corey Perry was back in the lineup yesterday, and look at uh, the game he played. It yeah. was a, it was one of the prettiest goals we've seen in a long, long time. And and you know what? I personally thought that uh, regardless of how the game was played until then, I said to myself, well, there you go. This is the kind of goal, the kind of situation that turned things around, you know? Yeah. Uh, 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 he was he scored that goal like he was 25, <laughs> not 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it didn't do the uh, it didn't it didn't have the effect I was hoping or was expecting. For sure. Pierre, at one point uh, during the uh, the match last night, uh, you you and your partner were talking about the uh, uh, the screens on the bench. You know, the players are always the coaches are always putting screens in front of the you know, and it's become a it's become a, um, a, a normal thing. Yeah. And I, I think you were saying last night during during a break in the action that it's a, a normal thing now, not just for young players, but for everybody on the bench. Is there too much of that on the bench, do you think? Well, um, I, I can understand in football, for instance, Terry. Yeah. Because in, foot, in football, right. whether it's Canadian football or, or NFL, every player has as a pattern, right? Yeah. So you so if you make a mistake or if coaches want to point out a mistake, sure. you might you might as well see it right now. In hockey it's a bit different. I mean, hockey is a game of reaction, it's a game of of adapting to whatever is going on on the ice. But there's one thing I I do understand Terry and we we're not going to come back uh, on it is the fact that especially younger players they need to understand what you're what they're asked to do mm-hmm. they need to see they need to and 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 you know the, the younger generation has been born and raised with uh, yeah. with a tablet you know yeah. with the various uh, electronic uh, devices so i think that it's something that is uh, that is worthwhile and i think it's uh, it's important but you don't have to to put it above the necessity to to apply the basics of the game and to play loose and to have fun and, and to perform with a That's certain level of confidence. You don't want to hurt the confidence with too much video. And I think it's a matter of balancing the, the use of, uh, of replays on video. Yeah, that's the thing. And there, there's anybody who's played the game or refereed the game or coached the game knows that there's, there's an aspect of the game where your head has to be in the game. You're on the bench, you know, and, and you, you, you want to keep your head in the game uh-huh. By by watching, you know, the line that's playing on the ice while you're sitting on the rink, you know, there's your head has to stay in the game. And I wonder how much your head comes out of the game when you're playing with an iPad between, you know what I mean? Between shifts, yeah, it's it, 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 I mean, I know that's an old school thing to think, but I, you know, I, uh, when you said that, uh, on the broadcast last night, I thought, I, you know, I wonder if there's just too much of that. Just let the guys play. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, uh, if if there's one common thread uh, in this bad moment uh, for the Habs, and Claude Julien talks about it so much, it's decision making. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. I agree with you. Decision making doesn't come solely from an iPad, right? <laughs> but yeah. at the but, but at the same time, if you're gonna if you're gonna see how how bad was your decision or <laughs> right, how right. how it did hurt the the team, well, then it could have a positive effect. Yeah. But uh, right now, it's tough to find one one solution to bring positive effects to the team, except that coming back to the good old philosophy of playing as a group, yeah. playing as a unit of five every shift, and you go shift by shift, and that's the only approach you can have. It's the only approach that will work. 
uh, in the modern NHL for sure. What uh, what are they faced with uh, this week, Pierre? Oh, it's it's a tough tough week, Terry. I oh, mean, boy. it's uh, it's uh, game number two in Ottawa on Tuesday, and mm-hmm. then the team flies to Winnipeg, and it's two games uh, in three nights against the Jets. Uh, tell you what, the Jets are are getting back to their serious stuff. They've beaten the Canucks uh, in overtime uh, last night. Uh, the Jets uh, have yet to. Uh, to, to play Pierre-Luc Dubois, but he's been taken out of the uh, injured reserve list. They are they sit now in third position, but we'll see about the Jets uh, in due time. In the meantime, you still have to play the Senators again. And I'll tell you what, those young yeah. Senators, they're, they're learning quick, Terry. Batherson was great last night. Stutzle was just amazing. Uh, the uh, Those young players uh, will have a, a great future in the NHL, so it's going to be a, a tough challenge again tomorrow night here uh, in Ottawa. All right, we'll talk about what we think the answers are tomorrow, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me 24 hours to find some. <laughs> okay. You you get your iPad and I'll get mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, try to do that. We'll see if it works for us. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks, Pierre. Enjoy the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Okay, have a great one. Okay, Terry. you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.